Double Knot Media presents another episode of the Spy Dreams Podcast. I'm Tom Fugit, your writer, host, and whatever else. Today, on this not-as-frequent-as-it-should-be podcast, I'm going to talk about something you, you never think of, but it's so important. And occasionally you do think of it, but you don't realize it. It's called Backstory. You know, that's that background you get where they tell you about the agency someone works for or their background. A good example would be you're sitting in your car and a policeman in uniform comes walking towards you. A cop was walking toward the car. Okay, it tells you what it says, but you don't know anything else about the person. What if they said... A cop walked toward the car like a man had been on his feet for way too long and seen way too much. See, that gives you a more complete image of what that policeman looks like in your head. And that's important because it makes the story fuller and richer. Makes it more like real life. And then you've got the backstory that builds up over time. Little things get mentioned, and then they get something else, and then something else. It's like the scene in the book where, first book, Lee's dad hugs him and says, why are you carrying a gun? And Lee explains. And his dad said, don't tell your mom. Well, right there, you find out something sort of extraordinary about his dad. His dad, like, just matter of fact with this. His son's carrying a gun, so? Okay. Then in the last book where his mom hugs him, steps back, and says something, and she says, you're so much like your dad. Well, now you're starting to wonder what his dad had done. You're starting to wonder what that backstory is. It's like over the course of the books, I've been developing the agency. Now, this agency answers to the president, but he doesn't control it. In one of my stories, I don't remember which one right off the top of my head, they've told you that this agency was formed by the first Congress. The first Congress after the Constitution, this is one of their first acts, And then things have built up sort of little things. You know, the agency's been going on a long time. They tend to have a Dread Pirate Roberts kind of thing going on with the head of the agency. They don't take any crap off of Congress or anybody. Well, why? The agency descends from uh, one of Washington's spy rings. So they've been working for this country a long time. And why, why can they tell Congress to take a hike? Because they're not on the budget. How do they get their money? Well, they bill other agencies for services, and they are entitled to letters of mark. Now, letters of mark, that's what used to be done at one time, and technically still could be, where you give private individuals the right to take property and ships and all kinds of things from your enemies. Basically, you're hiring mercenaries for your government. But in this case, the mercenaries are part of the government. In a couple of the books, Lee is hauled off uh, in Cuba. They hauled off bags of money from a drug operation. Yeah, some of the guys took some individual for their retirement funds. Don't blame them a bit. But then a lot of it went to operations. Okay. So you see, that was mentioned, but now you know more of the backstory. You know why something was done. You understand why people do things. Without backstory, you get a very two-dimensional 
very one-sided, uninteresting story. You don't know that that man walking down the street towards you with the gun is a drug addict. Or that his wife just left him. Or that he's a drug addict and his wife just left him. You don't know. And you're going, I wonder why he's doing that. You've got to know the motivation. You've got to understand what they're saying. What they're doing. Lee? Well, Lee's doing it because... Well, he taught himself to do it and he's damn good at it. General Fleming... Well, he taught himself things, and then he turned out to be really good at some things, and he got to work with the government, with the OSS, and uh, things like that. You know, the resident computer expert at the agency, well, he was arrested for selling fake IDs to kids while in college. He got away with it while he was in high school. But he's very good at what he does. He was doing it for money. He was also doing it just to see if he could. Which gives you some of his motivation. He likes doing things to see if he can do them. Jacob. Well, Jacob Jones, he's a man who served his country. Then he got disillusioned for a little while and served in the Foreign Legion. Why? guess it was the adrenaline rush adrenaline junkies you see it all the time people doing exciting things gunny mcgee why does anthony jethro mcgee do what he does well he joined the marines before he was drafted see that's backstory i'd never thought of it till just now but he joined he signed up he went to vietnam served a tour met some people who were mentioned in a couple of stories and then he went back then he stayed in the Marine Corps force recon sniper gunnery sergeant and a redneck and don't underestimate that part one of the reasons he's good at what he does is that's what he did as a young man He was in the woods. He was trying to move quietly. He was hunting. All that translates into what he's good at now. As Lee says in one of the stories, I think it's in, uh, yeah, it's an unscheduled delivery, a short story. He, uh, Lee says, I move quietly through the woods. Jacob's a ghost. But McGee, he moves through the woods like smoke, wishes it could. I thought I saw him, but I wasn't sure. See, that gives you an image of the man, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Backstory, you can gloss over things, and there are characters you're always going to have who have almost no backstory. Their backstory might be as simple as his clothes were extremely rumpled, like he'd had a bad night. And things like that make a difference. When you see people walk down the street, you're just walking. You see someone coming down the street and you sort of look at them and wonder. Well, me, it's wondering, why do people have hair color that doesn't exist in nature? They're all trying to look like individuals. And they're all looking like each other. 
You see, that's backstory. Why are they doing that? What made them do that? What's going on behind the words you're reading? Have you ever read something and they talk to a character, they give some information to a cop or something, and the cop goes, oh yeah, right. And you just wonder why he says it that way. Sometimes, have you ever wondered what he says to somebody else in the room when he gets off the phone? Okay, yeah, we'll take care of it. Hey, we got a live one over here. You know, stuff you never hear, but you sometimes wonder. Backstory. You know, I've introduced characters. The new book I'm working on, I've got a character who I introduced in a jail cell in Miami. In the third book. Excuse me, the second book. No, yeah, the third book, third book. And uh, it's just, so there's backstory. There's a fullness, a richness to the stories and the characters. I can't think of much else to say today. All my books are available on Amazon, paperback and Kindle, along with three short stories about the same about the same character, a couple of fantasy stories, a hero with a magic sword, a beautiful witch, demons, dragons, tanks, and Nazis. No, I don't do drugs. My grasp on reality is thin enough as it is. Okay, I've reached about the 10-minute mark, so I'll just sign off for now. This is Tom Fugit, author of the Spy Dreams novels, saying, uh, have a good one. I'll talk to you later.